Rejoice, dear heart dwellers. We've been counted worthy to share in the sufferings of Christ, even as it is written in Colossians. I rejoice in my sufferings for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. That's Colossians 1.24. And if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. 2 Timothy 2.12 Today Ezekiel made an offering of himself for the soul whose eternity is hanging in the balance, and it was difficult to see him suffering. I thought perhaps I had done something, but after careful prayer and his confirmation, it was not my doing. I knew we are still holding back the nuclear war Obama wants to start so we can stay in office, and I knew a precious soul was hanging in the balance. One of our intercessors had a vision of this person's house being on fire. Another saw that they were no longer on this earth. I fell to my knees crying, Mercy, dear God, do not let them perish. When I sought the Lord about Ezekiel's condition, he told me, This is about your mandate to suffer with the rest of your spiritual family. And seeing your husband suffer really hurts. It hurts you as it hurts me. Yet he has given me full permission, dearest, full permission. So you see, this is a tandem suffering. I'm sorry. You are feeling what I feel for him. And I wanted to say here that other intercessors seems to be carrying a much heavier burden. And I've been seeing myself as kind of a dumpy second-class citizen that isn't carrying their weight. And it's made me feel like a failure. And he addressed that in this next sentence. We are all doing this together. Each of you has their portion. It may not look like an equal portion, but it is. And tailored to your abilities to carry these crosses. Don't get it in your head any longer that you are not suffering as much as others. That simply is not true. Yours is more mental and emotional anguish. You are quite alive inside there, my love, quite alive. Many lies have been whispered in your ear. See, others suffer, but you don't. You are a lesser soul, and God doesn't hear your prayers, only theirs. You are still a babe, and look at them in adulthood. These are nice suggestions to keep you humble, but completely untrue. I work with you differently, more natively, if you will. You move in my spirit without even knowing it. That's why you find things immediately when you ask. I'm not flattering you. I'm giving you the bottom lines. There's more infusion with you, and that's why you're able to receive these messages so easily. Claire, each vessel has a unique way of relating to me. Stop getting the impression that you are not up to par, please. That will cripple us. It will go much more smoothly if you just recognize that your way of hearing from me is much less flashy and more gently infused. Still small voice. That indeed is the name I have given you. Strong personalities tend to eclipse the way I work with you. Though at the time they don't realize what they're doing, it is injurious to you. Try not to hurt when that happens. It is not intentional on their part. It's just their particular way at this point in their lives. 
Yet you are becoming more and more like my mother every day. She was very, very gentle and quiet when she walked this earth. Her ways were tender and deferential. Cleave to me and understand that each soul has their own unique relationship with me. You are not any less than the others who seem flashy and outspoken, and I so appreciate your littleness. Nonetheless, it's healthy for you to feel that way on some levels. But do not allow these derogatory insinuations anymore. When people are too forceful with you and they don't listen, let it go in love. Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He never forces or overpowers. He never insists. Rather, he gently delivers the message and allows you to ponder it. Never does he demand or insist that he is right, although he is never wrong. To be his spouse, you too must be gentle, meek, and humble, treating one another with honor and deference, never insisting on your own understanding above the understanding of another, never overpowering or forcing your way. Lord, I feel as though I get a little littler every day. He replied, That way I can tuck you into my heart with great ease. Rest in me, beloved. Rest. My heart dwellers, you are all growing spiritually. Many of you very quickly are coming into your own, and with this comes the danger of thinking you are above others. To each of you on this journey, demons are assigned to infiltrate your thinking and cause subtle feelings of superiority. Please be ever so cautious that you fall not into pride. The time most dangerous for you is after a victory. Self-satisfaction can overtake you and you will lose your perspective. All of my servants have been subjected to these growing pains. Wow, I know I have. And it comes with the territory. Do not overreact when you realize you've fallen into this. Rather come to me repentant. Get up and keep going much more cautiously now. Rapid success demands rapid tempering or you will go up in the flames of self-importance. That is why I allow you to stumble and fall on your journey. I must sometimes distance myself so that you will once again find your footing in humility and gentleness. My spirit is quiet and gentle. So too my vessels must learn the art of gentleness, even in the more dynamic ministries. There is an attitude of heart, my little ones, that accepts the lowest place, that listens when others speak, that set their own opinions aside to listen and hear me, on a case-by-case level. It is so important to be abased and lift others up, lest you become obnoxious in ringing your own bell, reading your own press, and forcing yourself on others. As I promote you, be on your guard against the leaven of the Pharisees, that pride that feels elevated and above others, less spiritually endowed. That attitude feels it could not be wrong because I am speaking to it. Therefore, the other person must not be hearing me. How dangerous that is, my little ones. You must discern at times on a case-by-case level and not forge ahead in presumption that all you believe is correct and others are wrong. 
This is so easy to do, and it takes much humiliation to bring the soul around to the point where they walk in true humility, not just trying to convince themselves that they are nothing, but being borderline inferior deep in their own minds. Which brings me to the other point, feeling inferior to others because they seem to have it all together. In fact, the more one behaves as if they do have it all together, the more fragile they are on the inside. The other danger is that you get down in the mouth about yourself and forget what I have done and am doing through you. Humility is wonderful, but defeatism is destructive to our relationship. Never allow yourself to be downgraded by the bright and shiny pennies of this world. Know that my relationship with you is profoundly deep, spirit to spirit, And the more you reflect the attributes of lowliness, the more exalted you are in my eyes. In truth, only one is to be exalted, and I do not share well, nor should I, lest you fall into idolatry. One of the ways you can assure your place in humility is to understand that only one is infallible, and that you are open to deception at any time. And when you are deceived, you damage the one I sent you to bind up and heal. I'm not asking you to compromise your faith, but I am asking you to be cautious when you step out to direct other souls. See to it that your personality does not overpower those you minister to or undermine their relationship with me or their confidence in their relationship with me. See to it that you listen and seek answers case by case rather than assuming, and never forget that you may be mistaken, either because I allowed it to humble you, or you may not have gone deep enough in your discernment. And finally, always listen to those who come to you. Listen with a heart full of love and compassion. Listen and receive as though it were coming from me. Then seek me for the solution. There are many times when I speak through those who come to you, but you do not hear them because you've already formulated an answer. True humility listens and acknowledges me inside your brother. True humility is cautious in giving direction and knows that it may be wrong and harmful rather than helpful. I will direct you as you grow in the spiritual gifts, my people. I will teach you, rely on me, and listen for my voice in others. I bless you, my precious ones, with wisdom to bring comfort to the lonely, hurting, and confused. You have done well in your prayers, and because of your faithfulness, I'm calling you to step out and gently minister my love to this hurting world. <laughs>